and you get out, or you are given a sentence of X number of years, you have to be sort of a, a castaway. Is there a certain amount of time, or do we forgive something easier than we forgive others? In other words, is Art Bryle, should he be allowed to coach again uh, in the United States? That's probably not the way I want to put it. But well, how would you feel if your school hired Art Bryle? Uh, would you have an objection to that? Would you be cool with it? Uh, if you said, hey, I know I made mistakes, I'm trying to be better. Because as Americans, we love people that apologize, and, and we are very forgiving people by nature. What is too much? Is there something that you can't overcome? Jamie, is, is uh, you know, if he goes to Italy and, he, and he's, you know, he's going to be successful there because he's not going to take a job where he's not going to be successful. Would it surprise you to see him on the sidelines uh, on Saturday afternoon, Saturday night, in, say, two years or so? Well, I think that's probably part of the, the game plan in, in taking this job in Italy is to, re, you know, rehab his image, so to speak. Um, another coach I'm interested to see where he lands eventually, if he gets another opportunity, uh, would be Hugh Freeze. So, you know, yes, I mean, I think there's – listen, Terry – the more, the more I'm around coaches and so forth, the more I realize how tough a job it really is as far as production. If you don't you – imagine, you imagine you're Ohio State, okay? And I, I've been on the campus. I've, I've seen a lot of uh, Columbus and so forth. It is a – how do I put this? It is a business within a business. I mean, it is, it is monstrous. The, it's LSU where it snows. I think it's, in some respects, even more uh, bigger than LSU in some respects in the sense that you've got such a, uh, a big alumni. You're in a state that's more, you know, populated. Uh, you're in the big, you know, against schools of similar size like Michigan. And the the demand for winning there, at quite frankly, at all costs is huge. Because when you see the horseshoe, when you walk it and you see, you know, it's on the Olentangy River there, beautiful sight. Um, it's massive. It is like a Ro- – it's like going to – the best way I can put it here, it's like going to a Roman Colosseum on the outside. It is just – it's awe-inspiring. And uh, I'm not an o- necessarily an Ohio State fan, trust me, but I just like – I thought about, you know, what does it take to put, you know – People in these seats paying fifty to seventy-five dollars every every Saturday that you know that they're home. The demand for winning, the what what it does for the university in terms of student recruitment uh, and so forth. It's there's a tremendous amount of pressure to be successful, and you know I know this is going to make a lot of academia unhappy and those that, that in an education, but right or wrong. Athletics is the porch or the window through which a university is so often viewed. I can speak to that with much more authority at the University of Alabama where I know they went nationwide in their recruitment. So actually the student body at Alabama is probably comprised of as many out-of-staters as it is in-staters, if not more. So yeah, they went from uh, Saban's 12th that, year he's starting it. They've doubled right. their enrollment. Yeah, yeah exactly. They were They were – Pretty content to be a, a nice regional university of twenty thousand, and now they're about close to forty, and uh, it's it's massive. Whereas Auburn, you know, kind of likes where their location is, and they tend to be, 
a little more regionally based, but it's a fine university as well. Um, but uh, getting back to places like Ohio State where the demand, I mean, there's just is absolutely. I mean, you lose three games a year, it's it's not considered successful. So the stress that Urban Meyer is under and these other coaches to win is phenomenal. And, um, yes, they get paid a lot of money. That is that is indeed true. But you better make it while you can because, Terry, I think you can speak to this better than anyone. It is something you can't bet the house on from year to year. Look, it's, it's a job. People take the jobs. And you're starting to see this now. Everything went from a, is a professional model now. Uh, it used to be it was an intercollegiate model, it was a high school model. Everything is, is basically uh, copied off a professional model. By professional model, what do I mean by that? They fire you if you lose. They fire you if you don't uh, meet the expectations that certain people have. Uh, that's a professional model. We see that in the college ranks all the time. I saw the other day, and we'll talk about this next segment, uh, the Vegas, uh, one of the books in Vegas has already has Ed Orgeron, uh, the number one coach, uh, possible probability to lose his job uh, early in the year. So, you know, it's craziness. And you see it in the high school ranks now. You see crazy people, uh, some well-meaning, some well-informed, some just pure vindictive, going after high school coaches. And, and I promise you, and, and I know so I've got friends in Texas that are high school football coaches that are making – uh, six figures. Yeah, I said that correctly. Uh, the majority are not, folks. They're, they're in it because they love your kids. They're trying to make a difference. Somebody made a difference for them. And you have parents like, just go sit at any high school football game in the stands. It just doesn't matter where you go. Go. Uh, they can be 14-0 and undefeated state champions. You're going to have a couple parents pissed off somewhere. Right? And so these guys do a tremendous, tremendous job. Uh, are there some better than others? Sure. That's just the, the reality of, uh, of life. But uh, interesting, though, how the coaches are perceived. You like them or you don't like them. You know, Urban Meyer's a great one. We're getting ready to go to break. It was interesting to watch the Facebook and the Twitter and the social media and the psychology of who people thought Urban Meyer was. I, and, I, and I saw it put out there, hey, I thought he was sleazy. I thought he was slimy. Uh, I thought he was a used car salesman. And so all those things, which begs the question, well, based on what? Because none of us know Urban Meyer. All right? I, I would suggest that you know, probably very few of any people listening to this show, I don't know Urban Meyer. I could get a perception of you by watching your press conference. But those guys are really, really good at letting the persona that they want you to see, that's who they show you. And so it's always interesting. Well, that guy's a sleeve bag. That guy's, uh, I don't like him. He gives me a bad vibe. He's dirty, this, that. But just the perception uh, coming across, always very, very interesting to see. Got a couple texts on Art Browse. Should he coach again? Uh, who would hire him? If he came to LSU, would you, uh, would you say, hey, wait a minute, we love him? Art Browse, would you like Urban Meyer? If that situation ever came to pass, Bob Stoops' name being uh, thrown about at uh, The Ohio State University, interesting times that we live in, ladies and gentlemen, interesting times. This is Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Fox, The Edge, and they brought to you by our friends Billy Justice and Vantage. Back in a minute.
tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on 97.7 North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Sage. The Junior Auxiliary of Ruston will be hosting our annual Stuff That Bus Supply Drive and Radiothon on Saturday, August the 11th from 9 a.m. until 2 p.m. at the Walmart Supercenter. We're accepting school supplies and new or gently used uniforms for children here in Lincoln Parish. Let's join together and help our future leaders have an awesome school year with supplies we collect. Please follow us on Facebook at Junior Auxiliary of Ruston. Thank you for your help. Help the Junior Auxiliary of Ruston Stuff That Bus at the Ruston Walmart, Saturday, August 11th from 9 to 2. Hey, Louisiana, do you want a great deal? Talk to Jim Taylor. He can make it real in a Ford. Save big during Ford summer sales events with giant rebates or 0% financing. Get 4,000 cash back on Edge, Explorer, and Escape. Or choose 1,000 cash back plus 0% for 72 months. And come see our GT350s, Ford Raptors, and Rocky Ridge lift trucks. If this tag is on your car, you know you got a great deal and great service at Jim Taylor, Ford Lincoln, and Ruston. Stock number 18,000 and number 18,286. Must finance through Ford Credit with approved credit to qualify. At Jim Taylor Ford Lincoln in Ruston. Are things just not working out with your bank? Tired of high fees and zero rewards? Let's be honest, you deserve better. At La Capital Federal Credit Union, you're a member, not a number. You can earn huge dividends on monthly balances and have access to ridiculously low loan interest rates. After all, you work hard for your money. Shouldn't your money work hard for you too? It's time to say bye to banks and hello to La Capital Federal Credit Union. Become a member today at hellolacap.com. Nothing's uglier than oil stains and tire marks on a carport or driveway. Unless, of course, it's old broken gutters dripping gunk all over the house. Well, Bayou Overhead Door can fix both those problems. Along with installing reliable garage doors, Bayou Overhead Door specializes in beautiful floor coverings for your patio, garage, pool deck, or driveway. These durable floor coverings are installed in just a day and are four times stronger than epoxy. Easy to clean and long-lasting with a 15-year warranty. And for pool decks, they reflect heat so they stay cooler. For those worn-out gutters, Bayou installs seamless gutters, available in all colors and fabricated on-site with state-of-the-art equipment to ensure a custom fit on your home. No more ugly tire marks and oil stains. No more leaking broken gutters. A beautiful home starts with a call to Bayou Overhead Door, 322-1090, or visit their user-friendly website, BayouOverheadDoors.com. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's the edge with Terry Waldrop. Hey, welcome back in. Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Fox, the edge rolls on on Tuesday, the seventh day of August 2018. Well, LSU fans rejoice. Uh, we might not beat Alabama, but we can certainly enjoy their dilemma. There is a budding quarterback controversy uh, at the University of Alabama. Jalen Hurts, Jamie Foxx. You know what Jalen Hurts' record is? 
starter at the University of Alabama. I think he's only lost, what, two games? 26-2. 26-2, yeah. 26-2, which tells you, yeah, he's done pretty well. And they've had a really good team, obviously. Uh, it was like three for eight for like 12 yards in the first half last year against Georgia. Uh, did not have a good performance. Was pulled at halftime in favor of the Hawaiian Bomber, the left-handed kid named Tua. Tua leads Alabama to a rousing, come-from-behind overtime victory over the University of Georgia and Nick Saban's former coordinator, Kirby Smart. So as we go into camp, by the way, Tua, a Hawaiian kid, was the number one quarterback in the country uh, coming out of high school. Did not play other than mop-up time last year until the national championship game in which he became the, uh, the starter for Alabama leading to the thing, which begs me to ask this question. The closest thing that we could come to in Louisiana of something somewhat similar would be the, uh, the Jordan Jefferson-Jarrett Lee quarterback situation when Jefferson, uh, through some legal uh, difficulties, was unable to play for the first six, seven games of the year. Jarrett Lee comes on board, leads the Tigers to a number one national ranking, including victory, uh, I want to say, at West Virginia. They were on top of the country in the Southeastern Conference. They go to Alabama in the game of the century. Jarrett Lee struggles early. Uh, Jordan Jefferson had just gotten his, uh, his issues resolved to allow him to join the team again. Les Miles interjects Jordan Jefferson into the starting lineup, and that, they say, is history. Jarrett Lee's next time to play football was in the SEC championship game when Les Miles put him in at the end of the game take a knee and run out the clock. A lot of bitter feelings still when they had the rematch against Alabama in the national championship game in which the Tide completely blanked uh, the Tigers. 21 zip. Jordan Jefferson, uh, non-factor, poor play. Uh, yet Coach Miles roundly criticized by a lot of people and, and, and probably some politics to it as everybody has opinions. Uh, not playing Jarrett Lee, but is Jamie, is the Tua-Jalen Hurts quarterback battle as it heats up with Stephen A. Smith yesterday going off and like, look, they should play Tua. They should sit Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts' dad, very highly respected uh, high school football coach in the Houston area. And he's already made the statement if Jalen Hurts transfers, it would be the biggest transfer in college football history. I tend to agree with that statement. Uh, much to do about nothing, Jamie, or is this the challenge of Nick Saban's career? Well, first of all, it's not a controversy per Nick Saban. It is a competition. Okay, so there's not, there's really nothing to see here. I don't know. This is this has all been ginned up by the uh, fake news, the press. There is no controversy at Alabama. The best guy will play. Uh, it, the competition is open. Jalen Hurts is well thought of. He's had a 26-2 and record. He, uh, until somebody else better comes along. Now it appears there may be, but you got to have an adequate backup, right? So that's the dilemma. you got a guy that's 15 hours away from graduating. If he stays, which in all intents seems to be the case, 
then he can go and have, uh, you know, his final year, um, you know, as a, as a graduate transfer somewhere, which, believe me, I'm sure that's been thought about as well. I think the thing that surprised me the most was the words of Jalen Hurts himself talking about how no one was asking how, imagine this in this day and time, what his feelings were about the situation. He wasn't consulted, and therefore, you know, Coach Saban is a horrible person, which is always nice to think about, but he's probably not as bad as we think he is, um, even uh, being an LSU fan. But I think he's got a tough situation. Saban, uh, I like Saban. I, I don't have a problem with Saban. I know a lot of people do. I don't. Well, I just hate the fact he kicks our ass every year. But other than that, he's a good coach. i tell you um, what Saban is, right? I've used this analogy before. Saban is, uh, if you're married and you've got a really attractive wife and she divorces you and she remarries the guy up the street who's got a bigger house, he makes more money, uh, he's better known. Yeah. By the way, he, he does all the sur- She gets all the surgeries to enhance everything. And she, sure. was a, and she was a solid eight, eight and a half with you. She's an 11 now. And the problem is, you see them all the time. They're at every event you go to, and they come and talk to you. That's Harry, what I'm, David did. I am so glad you brought that up because when I was I was living in Alabama when Saban was hired, and I had Auburn fans coming up, you, know, you don't really think they're going to. I said, I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, but it is exactly – that's how I tried to – you know, Alabama fans, well, why are you all so upset about it? I mean, he was with the Dolphins, and I said – I used the same example. Try to imagine your ex-wife coming in on the arm of your best friend or, or your neighbor, you know, a, a year or a guy you don't like, you, or a guy you don't <laughs> a like. Guy yeah. you don't like. See if you're gonna see if you can, and you know they'd look at me like a deer. And, and but deep down inside, I mean, I said, come on, honestly, you would feel the same way. I can assure you, if I was an Alabama fan and he had done the same thing and come to LSU, if the reverse was the case, I would, I couldn't blame. Bama fans are feeling the same way. When your hot wife or girlfriend leaves you for someone else and you have to see it every day, it sticks in your craw forever. And for anybody to not acknowledge that is simply not being honest with themselves. Uh, yeah, that's what that's what bothers me. And on top of that, he comes in and gets takes our children away from us and comes back and they beat us too, being our players, of course who grew up here, played here, probably within the shadows of Tiger Stadium, and lo and behold, they're coming back and running for, you know, 1,000 yards a game and, you know, beating LSU 42-7. to Okay, you feel the same way. If the shoe's on the – you have to project yourself into someone else's shoes, Terry. I mean, this is just – this is life. I mean, yeah, it hurts. I mean, I remember I, – I can remember vividly when I – first time I went down to see my ex-wife remarried. It stung, even though we were divorced. It stung. Well, those F.S. Chimes in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Go ahead. F.S. Chimes in. I think he's got a great point. Because uh, hey, we're talking about the quarterback controversy and how people feel about it. Because these days, i got to feel good about it. Because Alabama is not Arizona. Saban doesn't ask the players their opinion. Yeah, that's or Alabama true. Alabama doesn't. Hey, how do you feel about not being the court? Well, my feelings are hurt, and uh, I think I'd feel better if I started. Terry, think about really? this, too. 
think about this and why he's all he's trying to do with Jalen Hurts is to milk another year out of him. You know why? Because they got two five stars already committed to him, coming in at quarterback. Bear Bryant's grandson, Paul Tyson, and Tagliavua's little brother. So te- all this is is a is a means to an end. It's a way to get through this year until those youngsters are on campus, and then everything everything's peachy. I mean that's that's what he does. I mean he he keeps the talent there as long until he can find someone to replace them better or as good. That's it's easy. Smart about I mean, it. Yeah. I, so here's what you're going to see. I'm going to give you a prediction. Jalen Hurts, uh, because remember, we got that four-game redshirt gig this year. Don't forget that. That's a big, big factor in all this, folks. You got four games, they can still burn a redshirt. So Jalen Hurts being close to graduating, he can pull the graduate transfer and have two years left. I don't see him going to Texas A&M, per se, because I'm not sure that the conference deal, that would be kosher. What I do see Jalen Hurts doing, remember his dad's a big-time football coach and uh, in the state of Texas, very well-respected, very well-thought of. It would not surprise me a bit in the world. The odds-on favorite, and I think you're going to see the transfer, is going to be Jalen Hurts to the University of Texas. You can write that one down. I don't think it's going to be A&M. It's not going to be, you know, maybe back in the day Baylor, but not anymore. Uh, I would say A&M or Texas, but I would have to lead with Texas or possibly even Oklahoma. Uh, I think he'll go Big 12, though. Well, I think the right now the biggest damage control Saban wants to do out of this whole thing is hope he can stay on relatively good terms with Jalen Hurts' dad because he's going to have to recruit the, the state of Texas in the future. And just to make sure that he's not being bad-mouthed in, in Texas. He's going to be uh, bad-mouthed, backyard. Jamie. It, it, it's, look, the guy, they're going to bad-mouth him because it's your experience with your son. Well, hey, you know, Saban messed over my son, and it ain't going to affect anybody. I promise you, Saban's at a level where that's not going to be that big a deal. You're listening to Sports he can Talk go nationwide and get somebody else just as good. Oh, absolutely. You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Fox, and Saban brought to you by friends and Judy Cooley. Ms. Pitts and Company reminded you to support an incredibly worthwhile cause which is the Louisiana Special Olympics. Back in a minute. This summer, Johnny's Pizza House introducing the new Smokehouse Pulled Pork Pizza. You pulling my pork? Uh, no. We're not pulling your... Hey! Then that's the guy say they have a new pizza. The new Smokehouse Pulled Pork Pizza is only here for the summer, so be sure to... What do you mean it's only here for the summer? It'll be gone by the end of summer. The new Smokehouse Pulled Pork Pizza... Well, maybe I want it after the summer. Uh, let's just wrap this up. Johnny's Pizza House. Let's share a slice. Paid announcer dramatization. Uh, today is a great day to get injured in a car wreck. Said no one ever. If your plans have been drastically changed due to someone else's negligence, call Campbell House & Cummins in Monroe. Wade House knows personal injury law, and he'll work tirelessly to help you get back on track. To schedule a free consultation, visit 318law.com. Campbell House & Cummins, helping people. It's what we do. Ron Alexander, Clothiers for Men. Hello, this is Ron Alexander. Treat yourself to the luxury of our fine tailored custom shirtings. With over 500 fabrics, 20 collar styles, and a half dozen cuff styles, the possibilities are endless. Nothing less than a perfect fit results with shirts sewn to your specific measurements. Throughout this month, purchase five custom shirts and your sixth shirt is free. 
You owe it to yourself to find out what others already know. Knowing how to dress is knowing where to buy. North 18th Street, Monroe. If remodeling your bathroom is on your to-do list, Glassworks of West Monroe makes it easy and affordable. Glassworks specializes in beautiful shower doors and custom mirrors for a -a one-of-a-kind look. From gorgeous custom mirrors in any size to framed or frameless shower doors with coordinating hardware, you'll be amazed at the transformation and the affordable price. For example, search Facebook for Glassworks of West Monroe LLC. Glassworks, making your bathroom new again. With a dead-end job ready for a change? How about an exciting career in real estate? Colwell Banker Group One Realty can guide you through every step from real estate school to an enjoyable and profitable career. Our initial interview will give you the honest facts, good and bad, you need to know to make an informed decision. Call Daryl or Paula Beasley or Brian Avera at 362-0007. Colwell Banker, the most trusted name in real estate. Each office independently owned and operated. Hi, I'm Greg Tilly in Bossier City. We have a huge selection of modular homes, lighted, decorated, and air-conditioned for your shopping comfort. For 40 years now, Greg Tilly's has been saving you thousands. Visit our photo gallery at Tilly'sModular.com or see us today at Greg Tilly's in Bossier City. We're living on the edge. Living on the edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. Hey, welcome back in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop and Jamie Foxx. Segment of the show brought to you by my great friend, Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney of law. Tremendous North Louisiana attorney specializing in criminal defense, law, death, personal injury. Whatever you need, Bobby's the man for you. Give him a call today, 318-324-1411. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Well, let's tell the LSU uh, side of things. By the way, you can, uh, you can reach out to us, as, as many of you have, 888-993-7762, 888-993-7762, which is the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union text line. Uh, Jamie, do you know uh, they have a new nickname for former LSU coaches, football coaches? It's called the L- FLS Cartel, which is uh, former LSU coaches under Saban. <laughs> uh, they're starting to do some damage in Louisiana, like you know, like they needed help. So you got former assistant Saban assistant uh, Muschamp at. Uh, uh, South, Carolina. South Carolina, you got Jimbo at A&M, you got Kirby at Georgia. The list sort of keeps churning along there. At any rate, um, LSU running back stable, one of their targets, the number one running back in the state of Louisiana, kid named John Emery from Destrehan. Uh He's the number one, one running back in Louisiana, number five in the country. Georgia just got a commitment from him the other day. LSU did, however, keep one in the state. They got a kid from Kentwood, uh, the number six wide receiver in the state of Louisiana. Uh, Alabama was trying to get um, Trey Palmer. Trying to get him, yeah. And uh, so I guess that's a good thing. And then uh, the Tigers lost another one in an offensive uh, to Jimbo Fisher. When they lost a kid from U High, that's University High, which is on the LSU campus. So LSU's 19 commitments for 2019, seven from the state of Louisiana. Interesting, Jamie. We talked about this. We touched about this early last week. We'll do a little bit more research on this. Um, 
they're Carry really struggling th- in the New Orleans area. They're they're not doing well in New Orleans. Well, I think the the key is uh, U High is uh, and not just uh, there's a linebacker that committed to Clemson a couple months ago by the name of Bryant Constantine, who's uh, gave his verbal to Clemson. Now again. You know, some of these kids at U High, it seems like the key to them is they just want to get out of state, period. Um, Christian Harris was the kid that you mentioned that committed A&M. Um, and A&M's done some damage. They had the Kenyon Green, the kid from uh, Humble, Texas. At a, at a, help me pronounce this. Anacosta Uh He was committed to LSU and now split to, to A&M. Uh, you mentioned uh, a kid named... Uh, Kid out of Georgia, Logansville, Georgia. Uh, I believe his name is Kenyon Watkins. He's flipped from LSU to A&M. But you got to keep in mind, there's still some big fish out there, Terry. There's a kid named Noah Kane at IMG Academy in Bradenton, Florida. Uh, he's a Baton Rouge native. I think, you know, who knows. But that doesn't go just this year. Last Yesterday, a kid from uh, the – you mentioned the New Orleans area – a kid named Coy Moore out of uh, Metairie uh, gave his verbal to USC. Of course, that's a long time away. I mean, 2020 is, uh, you know, a while back. This is the 2019 class that kids are giving their verbals to. But I think there's a, a disturbing trend in the kids, uh, ne- not necessarily throughout the Baton Rouge, New Orleans area, but particularly U High. And there's, this is a year where U High has a bunch of good kids coming out, four, five, six D1 prospects. So, yeah, I mean, the the Constantine, I don't know if LSU, you know, offered him. Um, I know they offered the, the Christian Harris kid as well as John Emery. Interesting story there, too, Terry. John Emery's dad played at Tennessee. So LSU never really had a strong connection with him to begin with. So Tennessee came down here years ago and plucked his dad out of, uh, out of Louisiana. And the kid obviously has uh, – you know, you, you don't know. I mean, December is the early signing date now, and I'm sure as being a former coach, uh, when a kid commits, you don't back off. You just turn up the heat, and we'll see if uh, LSU can be successful and maybe try to lure these kids back. What do you think? Yeah, you know, you continue recruiting. Now, the, the people will tell you, well, once they commit, it's over. Far from over, folks. <laughs> Far from over. Uh, and until you get that document faxed in or signed or you watch it live, uh, on ESPN or whatever show, whatever network that's, uh, that's covering it, it's not over till it's over. Uh, we talked, and that was actually, it made me think about it. That's what I texted yesterday. Uh, I don't know if you were on there. I know Mark was on there, and I was really happy, by the way, to see Mark Kramer uh, back in studio. He said some very kind things about uh, yourself, about Warren, about me. It even gave you credit, Sean didn't believe it, about you actually buying Whataburger for us the other day. Well, don't just limit it to Whataburger. Don't forget Chick-fil-A. Well, so I wasn't forgetting Chick-fil-A. And Sean, I th- Sean didn't believe it. Sean's like, there's no way. I'm like, yeah. And so, anyway, glad to see Kramer uh, up and moving around. I'm sure he slept very well last night. Uh, yeah. We hope. <laughs> After, uh, yeah, well, I'm sure he did. I think he was exhausted when he got through with that. So, continue to keep uh, Mark uh, and family in your prayers. Uh, a very serious surgery that uh, looks like he's going to be on uh, – on top of now, so glad to see him back in the fold. But Sean was talking about, uh, we were talking about recruiting and FCS, FBS. A lot of times the smaller schools, or even a big school with less of a profile, you will recruit kids 
that you don't have a chance. And you know that going in. The reason you do that is because things change in sports, especially football, basketball. If they fire a coach that recruited you, because at the end of the day, people make decisions on people. I mean, it, you know, LSU is nice. Alabama is nice. Kentucky is nice. It's not the school, folks. It's mm-hmm. the person there. You make decisions based on people. And you go to the University of Alabama, and at some point Saban will retire, take another job, uh, do whatever it is he does. And the people that are there that were recruited by him are going to be like, hey, well, Saban's not here. I don't want to stay. They're going to look to people they have relationships that were recruited them before, et cetera. Same principle here. You keep recruiting these guys because they're going to transfer. I got a, uh, a Georgetown University starter one time that transferred back with me in southeastern Louisiana because of the contact I had with him uh, in junior college. I'd recruited him in junior college, got to be very close with, uh, with he and his family. Uh, you know, his, uh, his mother, and actually, I went to a funeral. Uh, several years back, she passed away, but uh, just a tremendous lady. Had nothing to do with basketball. She and I just really hit it off. And, uh, she actually reminded me a lot of my mom, uh, some of the mannerisms and, and just viewpoints that she had. But, yeah, you recruit people based on uh, the ability that sometimes they are going to transfer. So, yeah, absolutely. You do it all the time. Yeah, and I think there's, there's a lot to be – I think there's so much uh, emphasis placed on uh, – the number of stars, which I don't know. I mean, listen, I, I follow recruiting, unfortunately, because I have no life, I tell people. But really, um, the number of stars and all that, to me, it doesn't mean anything is, is if you feel something. Because these guys' jobs are on the line, and they're going after players, number one, that I think they feel will help them win, fits their system. Um, you know, coaches are not unlike anybody else. I mean, they don't want to get fired, <laughs> so they do what they have to in order to try to, you know, accumulate the most talent they can and hopefully get, you know, if, if the kid's a Phi Beta Kappa and all sorts of stuff, that's just gravy. But generally those kids end up at Stanford or places like that or Notre Dame. But if you can – you're right, Terry. If you can establish a rapport with a kid, it's, it's always about planting the seed for later on because you're right. There's a good chance, particularly now, with the transfer rules being uh, liberated a little bit, um, if you plant a seed, a kid could come back to you. You never know. And the hope is that you could get them before they, you know, end up at another school. But there's no way in heck that uh, LSU is going to give up on John Emery or uh, Christian Harris, the kids that they really want, until they've signed with those respective. And then the hope is the only problem with this is these you're going to have to play against these kids, and that's what you don't want. Uh, is them to go to a fellow SEC institution. That's what's uh, burned uh, LSU fans so much over the years. We see Landon Collins, you know, and people like that that you know. Uh, I mean, just take, for example, the kid that signed late, uh, Sertain. Dad's from New Orleans. Uh, everybody, the whole family's here. Been telling LSU for two years, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. In 11th hour, goes to Alabama. Can you imagine how frustrating that must be as a coach, whether whether it happened to Alabama or LSU? Can you imagine you spent umpteen hours invested in this kid trying to get him, and he tells you he's coming, and then the 11th hour changes his mind? Uh, you know, that, Jamie, that's part, of the, that's part of the process. I mean, that's, uh, I think you give Alabama credit for not giving up on that. 
and LSU may or may not have dropped the ball. Then again, the kid might have just wanted to go to Alabama and get you. It's part of the process. You're going to get rejected. College football, basketball recruiting is a lot like Major League Baseball average. You know, if you hit 200, if you hit 300, you hit 300, you're doing great. If you hit 400, you're a Hall of Famer. If you get four out of ten kids that you recruit, you're a Hall of Fame guy. And so your failure rate is going to be a lot higher because you're going after the most exclusive players in the country. It's not like Middle Tennessee State beats you out. You lost to Alabama, who Alabama head-to-head with anybody in America right now. Alabama's odds on favor to beat anybody recruiting in America because Saban's going to walk in and go, look, my last eight quarterbacks are in the NFL right now, first-round draft choice. I want you to be number nine. Think John Calipari going into a living room in basketball. Hey, my last seven point guards were lottery picks. I'd like you to be the next. It's just you can't argue with it. I mean, well, you know, again, it's not, yeah, go ahead. Let's, let's say no. I want to come back to that, Jamie. Let's okay. talk about that after the on the backside of this break. You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walder, Jamie Fox. The segment brought to you by our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber. North Monroe Animal Hospital, 318-345-4545. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital, listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one, 345-4545. It was a tough time. I didn't know what to do. You gave me hope. You fought for me. You treated me like family. Now we say thanks. It's good to know we can count on Bobby. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. I'm Jessica Ledoux, member and employee for Washita Valley Federal Credit Union. Becoming a member of Washita Valley is much easier today. Memberships are now open to anyone who lives, works, worships, attends school, or owns a business in any of our seven parishes that we serve. Our goal is to offer you personal banking and to make sure you're getting the best rates possible. Washita Valley currently serves Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, and Richland Parishes. We know you have a choice when it comes to your finances, and to us, you're not just a member. So if you live, work, worship, attend school, or own a business in Caldwell, Franklin, Jackson, Lincoln, Morehouse, Washita, or Richland Parish, let Washita Valley provide you with excellent service and secure financial well-being. Membership eligibility required. Member NCUA. 
The Junior Auxiliary of Ruston will be hosting our annual Stuff That Bus Supply Drive and Radiothon on Saturday, August the 11th from 9 a.m. until 2 p.m. at the Walmart Supercenter. We're accepting school supplies and new or gently used uniforms for children here in Lincoln Parish. Let's join together and help our future leaders have an awesome school year with supplies we collect. Please follow us on Facebook at Junior Auxiliary of Ruston. Thank you for your help. Help the Junior Auxiliary of Ruston stuff that bus at the Ruston Walmart, Saturday, August 11th from 9 to 2. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's the edge with Terry Waldrop. And welcome back to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop and Jamie Fox. Segment of the show brought to you by friends at Bonneville. Pair for the special people in your life. Talk about with a Bonneville gift certificate. 318-807-1060. I also want to throw this out there. We have a couple spots left. Uh, Mark Craver and I will be doing the uh, High School Football Rewind Show again this year. Uh, it'll be Saturday. Well, I think it's going to be a 10, Jamie. Uh, yeah, 10 I believe it's going to be a 10 again. And uh, if you're interested in advertising on that, it's uh, one of our uh, popular shows uh, Saturday morning. should be right after the Nick Brown Show. Uh, give, you can hit me on Facebook or Twitter, which is at Terry Waldrop. And uh, I can give you some rates on that, some very uh, some very good rates. And I think uh, people really like that show. So I'm excited to be doing that again with uh, with Mark Kramer and get to hang out with you old guys and eat breakfast again. You know, if you're old and you're yeah. eating, I guess that's a good thing. That is a good thing. If you're, if you're eating at all, it's a good thing. All right, we're going to get into the recruiting thing, or you want to go? Or you want to move on? Uh, we'll, we'll finish up a little bit on that. Um, you know, you, you mentioned there at, right at the break, uh, Terry, that, you know, if Saban does lose players, but the problem is you see just about everybody that they lose to mentions Alabama in their final five, six, or whatever. Uh, and when they lose somebody, they just simply move on to the next USA Today All-American. Um, if you look at Alabama's two deep right now, let's just on offense and defense, there's two kids from the state of Louisiana. By the way, one of them is a kid that caught the winning touchdown against Georgia, Devontae Smith. And Irv Smith, uh, dad played, Notre played Dame. for a friend of mine down there. Yeah, played for a right. good friend of mine at, at a meet. Yeah, Devontae Smith did play at a meet. Uh, and you've got, you care to gather how many of the starters, uh, the two deep are at Alabama from Louisiana right now? No, sir. Six. Six. Including the maybe the kicker. I don't know. I think they brought in a graduate transfer, probably beat Bull of Us out. But six. Throw the kicker, that's seven. And people wonder in Alabama why LSU fans are butthurt. That's why. And, uh, of course, you got to do the same. I mean, you just got to, you know, how do you do it? And you got, you're talking about kids that, that had professed a love. You talk about kids like Sertain, Savion Smith, who was, uh, was at LSU for two years. Went, had to, couldn't make his grades, had to go to JUCO. Now he's going to start in the secondary for Alabama. This is, there's storylines behind all of this stuff. There's storylines behind all of it, Terry. The thing is, you've got to leave. I mean, as a recruiter, you got to leave. A, if, you, if the kid doesn't come your way, you got to leave a good taste in his mouth. Is that fair enough? What do you sell it? At, at the end of the day, if you're LSU, uh, you're going to get head-to-head against Alabama. I mean, seriously, the last time LSU beat Alabama, these kids were in third and fourth grade. They don't remember it. I, it's just, I mean, that's just, I, I know people don't want to hear that. That's just the truth. The last time ever, second, third, fourth grade, they don't remember it. 
And so you want to play for rings. You want to play for championships. Uh, what was it, 2011? Was, uh, was LSU in the Super I think that was the, the Sugar Bowl game against Alabama when they were 21 nothing. But they've been close a couple times. Look, everybody has that same problem with, uh, with Alabama recruiting against them right now. Saban was in Louisiana. He reinvented LSU football. It was in the toilet. All right? That's another reason people are, are, are brunt-hearted about it. It was in the toilet. He gave it new life. First national championship since 1958. Beloved Duke could have run for governor. Uh, his president left. Mark Emmerich left. People still don't get that. A big reason. When Mark Emmerich left LSU as the that, president. That's when they lost Saban. All right? Nick Saban, the clock started on Nick Saban that second. Folks, mm-hmm. a lot of people miss that. Don't miss that. That clock started ticking. It didn't matter who they brought in. Emmert was the guy that said, look, we're going to pay Saban. Uh, and this goes back to, to you know, a lot of the discussion and things that they've had. The Joe Dean Jr., who was notorious for being economical, frugal. Uh, another word for that is chief. But uh, uh, LSU guy. I mean, you know, he's the guy that got Skip Burtman in. So you got to give Joe Dean a lot of credit, legendary basketball player, string music guy. Uh, they talked about him going into Emmerich's office, and they think they got Nick Saban from anywhere from like 900000 to $1.2 million, which uh, you get an FCS coach for that these days. But Emmerich goes, look, uh, what's the most anybody's paying? I about one point. That's what we're going to pay him. And so Mark Emmerich had the vision at LSU to say, we want to be the best in America. So to do that, we need to make a commitment to the best in America. Saban came from Michigan State. He wasn't tearing it up up there. It wasn't like he was a dominant force, but he was a force to be reckoned with, and people sort of saw him as a rising star. So he was very close with Emirates. When Emirates left, again, folks, anytime you see a presidential change, football and basketball typically are going to go pretty quickly. Uh, despite your long-term contract, athletic director changes, you're going to see a massive amount of changes uh, in your department. It's just the way it goes. That's the nature of the business. So Saban Bales, they get Les Miles, who had been with the Cowboys, who was at Oklahoma State. It was a good cut. I mean, he was pretty much on the level Saban was at Michigan State, maybe. Oklahoma State, he's not on fire. I mean, it's not like he's winning 12 games a year, but he was a solid hire. Came in, kept what Saban was doing. Uh, won a national championship with Saban's players. So I had to coach him, and I know the, the less haters out there, he didn't Saban had it set up. He did. But you still got to coach him. Kept recruiting. Improved upon Saban's recruits. Got him back to another national championship game and got beat. But Les Miles kept the program going for a number of years. I think after the 2011 national championship game when Saban beat him, uh, the program decidedly took a downturn. And so it was predictable. It's just, you know, coaches will tell you, anytime you're at a school, you generally lose 10% of your support every year. There's people in Alabama that hate Saban, Jamie. They can't wait to see him have a losing record and get fired. They would have celebrations if he got fired. Uh, and that's just the way coaches are. Uh, but – you know, you can't argue with kids wanting to go play for the best of the country. And see, I don't buy this, and a lot of people do. Well, they owe the state. They don't. They, I'm sorry, you don't owe anybody anything 
Uh, if they offered us tomorrow, if, uh, I, I don't know, Maine came in and told, uh, hey, Jamie and Terry, we're going to pay you a million dollars apiece to come host the Bangor, Maine Sports Talk 97. Dude, we'd be out of here like a shot because it's the best thing for us and our family. And I don't think you can hold kids accountable or you can blame kids for doing what they and their family think is in their best interest. If, do I selfishly hope they would stay in Louisiana and LSU? Sure, that's the flagship university. Uh, do I feel hard at them when they don't go? No. I, they're making the okay. best decisions for their family like all of us do. Yeah. Well, and that's that's a problem right now when you're when you're uh, trying to catch up from behind. Is you got to try to sell a kid a vision. You know, a lot of people don't realize how close it came down to, and I went to his announcement when Rashard Lawrence announced for LSU. A lot of people don't realize how close it really was between Ohio State and LSU, so much so that I don't think Mickey McCarty even knew until the kid put on an LSU hat. It was that close. And of all places now, Ohio State. And this is a, I bring this, you know, Joe Burroughs is probably glad he's at LSU right now. Um, and he's going to be given an opportunity. But you're right, Terry. You have to try to sell. And you, the only thing you can say right now is this hurts, to go back to where we started, this hurts Tagliavua thing is the best thing that could happen right now. And don't you think that a lot – maybe it's probably a bigger thing, and that's probably what's got Saban so miffed. It's probably a bigger thing than people are making it out to be because people are looking at any way to chip away – to find some way to weaken that foundation that Saban has built where they can get some of these players. And they, they, they have a fighting chance again against recruiting. I mean, it's, it's you know, trust me, I've, uh, I've been to Ohio State and Alabama, both fine schools. It's just a matter of, you know, what's your taste. But trust me, you know, these kids, they get a lot of pressure. And, yeah, I think the only thing you can say is, well, we're not going to get any better until we keep people like you at home. That's all you can say, really, or, you know, please share. You know, this is our vision. And at a quarterback position right now, you say, why do you want to get caught up in all that all that crap up in Tuscaloosa? You don't want to get – you don't want to sit behind – I'm going to tell you something. They, they know that. And, and now you've got two kids just waiting to sign with Alabama who are just as probably – you know, who are probably – one of them is probably going to be second team. When he Let me walks throw you on the campus. counter to that. I'll throw you the counter to that one, Jamie. Okay. The counter is this. Jamie, you think you're uh, the best cornerback in the country? I know you do because I wouldn't be sitting in your living room if you're not. Right. Does competition scare you because you are the best? That's what he, you that's embrace what he sells. Competition. You embrace competition. So why not hone your skills against the best in America and the cream is going to rise to the top? And if you're scared of competition and you don't think maybe you're not the best, then you might not need to come here. And you you, you sell that, you spin it, and it works. Because there's not one kid that's going to go, uh, you know, you're right, I'm probably not real good, so I'm going to go with you. No, all I, you can say, just, you know, just, just, look, just look at the, you know, oh yeah, it's, but the depth chart does eventually, at Alabama, the depth chart eventually does catch up to you. Because that's what he does so well. He's going out, right now they have the number one or two class, depending on who's, thing you want to talk about and you were trust me we called it the process he calls it Al, Auburn we laugh about it process when a kid leaves Alabama he's processed why because he sit there bid his time maybe got the uh,